0: Hi, friends. Welcome back to Transform the Now. I'm Dr. Nathan Pallai with my buddy, Dr. Tucker Boyle. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. You, Nate? Life is good. Life is good. Going through a bit of a cold spell in North Carolina in the the mid-50s, you know, like it's a tough hard knock life here.
1: It is tough. I feel for you. We were at 15 degrees in Utah
0: first world problems right here. Ben. <laughs> hey, so so this is something we've been talking about this week is this idea of acceptance that the idea that we we can't effectively deal with um, something let's say like uh, you have some car trouble. Um, and you 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 can't deal with the problem until you correctly uh, identify it and accept it. And so we want to talk about this idea of acceptance in our lives. And so Tucker's brought along uh, a, a special guest for us here. So Tucker, take us through this. Let's start the conversation, man.
1: Yeah, you bet. We're excited to have Jordan Harmon with us. Jordan is a good friend of mine. And Jordan, do you want to introduce yourself really quick? Tell us what you do. Sure.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be with you guys here. Um, I've known Tucker for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's yeah. been. Um, but yeah, so I'm a, a therapist, a licensed clinical social worker, and I've been doing that for about 15 years, and I've been super excited to, to kind of be involved in the, the field of therapy that is really balancing acceptance strategies with change strategies. A lot of times uh, therapy, people go to therapy to change something in their life. Something in their life isn't working whether the way their thoughts their emotions their their actions or the whole dynamic or relationship so most people are coming to change something and the big one of the big insights in therapy in the last 20 30 years is just how much um, deep wisdom there is and scientific like practical helpfulness to to incorporate more acceptance strategies be they under the name of mindfulness or you know non-judgmental awareness acceptance those kinds of things so that's kind of You know, the specific therapies I do are called dialectical behavior therapy and acceptance and commitment therapy. So DBT and ACT. And so I'm lucky because every single day I'm helping people every day practice acceptance strategies to help them change that stuff. Just like what you're talking about, Nate.
0: Dude, I I love that. Like You just drop a a whole bunch of lines. I'm like, I feel like we got our show enriched already (laughs) right there. (laughs) But no, like I love that the you can bring us some some practical and scientific experiment experience to this. I think that that's really, I don't know. I'm excited to learn more here, man. Yeah,
1: maybe let me ask this question. So people come in wanting to change. Uh, how would you describe what is the role of acceptance in facilitating change? I think Nate spelled it out perfectly. I mean,
2: this is actually in one of the the manuals that I, the skill manuals i'm giving to clients when it talks about acceptance it says you can't change anything unless you accept it first right you have to be aware of something identify it and acceptance in 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 this usage doesn't mean you necessarily like it or agree with it or approve of it it's kind of a deep acknowledgement of the reality of the situation and we don't always have all access to all the facts or all the You know, all parts of reality, of course, but there are parts that we do have access to. And the things that are more painful, things that we don't like, the things that we wish are different are the things that we, whether consciously or not, you know, reject, suppress, avoid, don't want to think about, kind of like, I wish this was different or whatever. That would be some sort of maybe reality rejection or lack of acceptance. So basically, you can't change something, you know, unless you accept it first. Yeah, Which is what Nate basically said at the beginning with the, the car metaphor.
1: Yeah. One of the things that, as I think about acceptance, is there is, you know, the opposite of acceptance, I guess, would be re- resistance or rejection, right? Um, and I want to change my life situation. Um, but, like, I'm coming in maybe to, to you for a visit. And I'm in a hard situation where I'm experiencing pain. Um, And so immediately when I hear you've got to accept it first, Mm -hmm. there's barriers that come up for me. Right. And because it's like, no, no, we, if I accept it, then I can't change it. So there's, there's this paradoxical relationship Mm -hmm. here where actually it has to go the other way. So how do you help people lower barriers that they have toward accepting reality yeah i probably would never
2: tell someone especially first with me like well your pain here's what you got to do you just got to accept it (laughs) you just got to let it go you know and then you're in because in some ways then i'm not accepting their pain
1: Mm. right because i'm
2: telling them what to do and this is why this is not a new insight in therapy or even in just human relationship that deep listening empathy validation is something that's so healing when you experience that from another person and in some ways you're experiencing acceptance from someone else Mm -hmm. so therapists are are trained to establish really some core conditions in a therapeutic environment to create this environment where the person feels accepted feels heard right like so a therapist isn't doesn't like that the client is in pain or distress but they're saying I hear that this is so painful for you.
3: Mm-hmm. It
2: makes sense that you're, you're feeling so much pain because of what you told me about this or because of what's happening here. This totally makes sense that you're feeling this way. And that, so in that sense, you're modeling acceptance. You're not just saying, go do this, go accept this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, You might say that, and maybe that would work for someone. I haven't found that to be helpful to start off like that, but mm-hmm. more create a relationship where you're accepting the other person and then there's oftentimes more of a sense. Well, what do I do, or how do how do I change, or even if they're not asking that, just feeling accepted, people kind of relax into something. And sometimes the answers that, that are there kind of bubble up for them themselves. Yeah, I mean that's when it's really simple. When it's like, oh, they just <laughs> they just needed to be heard, and
3: they might not
2: need to come back again. But then the people I'm working with are people who have had 20, you know, chronic suicide ideation, and they've had 20, 25, 30 years of just be- behavioral learning into super difficult like they're doing the opposite of the serenity prayer they're trying to always change the things they need to accept mm-hmm. trying to accept the things that they actually could change and it's just caused all sorts of problems mm-hmm. so they usually are in therapy for like a whole year right but some people just need someone to listen to them for a little like a short time and yeah move on
1: that's beautiful so almost the Third person, if you call it that, third person acceptance models their first person acceptance that they need to have, and, and experiencing that can yeah open things up. Sure.
0: Can I just say like like I just want to restate when we we say acceptance, we're not not labeling it or judging it anything as hey this is okay or this is permanent or this is something moving forward. We're we're just looking at the reality of the situation and being able to say hey this is real. And being able to to accept the reality of the situation. We're not not trying to to say, hey, you've got to accept these bad things in your life. Um, you've got to like have them be permanent. But just say, hey, this is real. And, and so I don't know if that's helpful to restate or, or or just share that right there. But I think so.
2: I think a lot of people hear acceptance and they're like, uh, wait a minute, you know. So it's yeah, it's something that we're often restating in that same exact way with with clients that we're working with.
1: Yeah, that's so great. Well, I wanted to invite Jordan to take us through a little transformative practice where we can learn for ourselves uh, how to work with our own acceptance. So do you mind doing that, Jordan? I'd love to. So I I
2: talked to Tucker about, he asked me last night and I was like telling him and I'm like, why don't I just show you? Let's do this. So in, in the DBT therapy, we have these a bunch of skills and some of the skills are called reality acceptance skills, which It's cool to hear you, Nate and Tucker, as I've talked and heard both of you, you, you've mentioned that kind of accepting reality. So there's several reality acceptance skills. There's a skill called radical acceptance, which is kind of accepting the facts or the reality of the past and the present. And then just like you said, not that everything's going to stay the same, but like accepting likely possibilities and then helps us clarify what we can change. The skill I'm going to take you through today is called willingness, where we're moving from willfulness to willingness, which is kind of like it's more of the preparing you for action part of radical accept of, of acceptance. So that it takes you through actually all the reality acceptance skills and you do it kind of with your body and your mind and your, you know, body, heart, mind, whatever. Man, you're speaking kind our language. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the first thing is. I'm just going to I'm going to list off what willfulness is and you just kind of think about a time or you know specific time when you have felt this way this kind of willful way and then we're going to the practice is we're going to move from
1: willfulness to willingness okay. okay as you take us through this practice is this something where you usually have somebody kind of close their eyes and and just go into their own space yeah. while you do it? and I'll 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 do that I'll direct you when it's time to kind of okay. close your eyes and <laughs> It will be
2: somewhat of a guided meditation or guided exercise. Great. So before we do that part, I'm just going to read to you what willfulness is. So willfulness is refusing to tolerate the moment. Willfulness is refusing to make changes that are needed. Willfulness is giving up before it's time to give up. Willfulness is the opposite of doing what works. Willfulness is trying to fix every situation. Willfulness is insisting on being in control. Willfulness is attachment to me, me, me and what I want right now. And so we're trying to, we want to hold that willfulness in a non-judgmental way, which is hard, but just to say that's a normal thing that happens for all of us, we will experience willfulness. And it tends to be less effective for what we for in terms of what works in our lives. So we're going to practice moving from willfulness to willingness. So go ahead and, and listeners can do this too. You can go ahead and think of a time. Whether today or this week, or sometime you remember where you've experienced some type of willfulness, whether it's the controlling type where you're trying to fix everything, control everything, or the type where you're kind of giving up before it's time, you can close your eyes if that helps you and kind of think of that. And then if you're willing to, kind of put your body in the kind of position. Uh, as best as you can when you're feeling that way. Like it might be your arms crossed and your hands clenched in a fist. Or if it's the kind of willfulness where you're kind of giving up before it's time to give up, it might be slumped over in your chair. Like you're going to kind of just turn into a puddle on the ground and say, there's nothing I can do. So kind of let your body be in that willful pose.
3: And we're going to practice just observing the physical sensations of willfulness. Observing the thoughts that come up as you sit in this this posture of willfulness. And try to observe it non-judgmentally, just curiously. Noticing thoughts, emotions, physical sensations. And see if you can just really deeply and radically accept that in this moment, you're noticing, remembering, maybe feeling some of this willfulness. You don't have to agree with it or approve of it or like it, but just allow yourself to say, this experience right now Is And now see if you're just willing to be willful right now. Rather than fighting willfulness with willfulness, we're going to meet willfulness with willingness. And be willing to feel this. Maybe even tighten your fists more. Or cross your arms over your chest even more defiantly. Just be willing to feel it. And now see if you can just subtly turn your mind, now that you're willing to be willful, turn your mind to be willing, period. And as you do that, see if you can remain
2: sitting upright with your posture, but relax your shoulders a little bit, relax your neck.
3: Relax your arms, your hands. Stay sitting upright, allow your body to relax. Allow your hands to fall open. Palms up on your lap. And turn your attention to your face, your facial muscles, starting with your forehead. See if you can relax your forehead muscles your eye muscles, your cheek muscles. If you need to tense them first and then relax them, you can do that. Relax your, your mouth muscles, your chin muscles. And then notice the corners of your mouth, both the left and the right corners. See if you can subtly bring them upward into what we call a half smile. Kind of a subtle Buddha esque like st- smile on your mouth. And just hold that half smile and this willing posture. Notice if you start to breathe a little differently. Now see if you can and to contact the deepest wisdom stored in your your mind body spirit and ask this question of that deepest wisest part of you what is needed about this situation or just what is needed from me right here right now. You can go ahead and bring yourself back to we three of us can bring ourselves back to this shared space.
2: And that's going from willfulness to willingness. Hmm.
1: That's beautiful. What a powerful practice. Uh, Thanks for taking us through that, Jordan. Um, Can I ask you this? Like what, what have you seen uh, happen for individuals as they go through that practice what what have you witnessed as yeah. as an observer on a on a very practical note
2: i've noticed people go from feeling overwhelmed about their life or a relationship or whatever is going on that's causing an extreme distress to oh i need to just go grocery shopping you know or mm-hmm. i need to go take a shower mm-hmm. like it's super practical in terms of what works you know but on a deeper on another level there's a there's the sense of i can do this Mm -hmm. there's a sense of the capability and the motivation or the 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 you know ability and the willingness to like live yeah you know and it is very much your podcast right this is called transform the now Mm -hmm. it's very much about like oh right now is this place that's so unique this presence that has this openness to where there's this place to be still and this place to act and there's this kind of possibility space between Mm. you know just being and doing and and willingness to me is is a big a good name to to kind of
1: bridge the acceptance and change Mm. kind of dialectic yeah it was interesting for me as i was going through that that i encountered some resistance inside of me that i didn't know was there yeah and all of a sudden that became apparent i was like oh like this Mm -hmm. isn't going to lead me to anywhere that i want to be this feeling of resistance and so uh sometimes for me uh resistance is so unconscious it's so um so hard to even sense until a practice like that and then you find it and you can let it go and there's a freedom that that comes nate any thoughts from you
0: uh, absolutely i, I just uh, agree I, I love the the stance of openness that he talked about willingness possibilities like that that's a good way to live man uh, like i like that um but i do notice that naturalness when we're practicing how uh, what do we call it before that that stance of closed off what was willfulness that yeah willfulness, man i think that's in my dna like let's <laughs> fight. like i'm on some blood feud here like and yeah, yeah, yeah. like what there's the contrast there was pretty distinct for me
2: yeah it's it's a powerful thing i was telling tucker that one of the, the clients i've worked with she so a lot of times doing this will bring your willfulness up it's like heck no i'm not gonna let go of this thing mm-hmm. and one of the people i was working with She innovated, and she brought up willful hands. And for her, willful hands, because because it's willing hands have smile. Willful hands was for her two middle fingers up, you know. And we had a good laugh. And she said, "I did that, and then I, you know, did that as long as I needed to, and then I slowly opened and relaxed." And she's like, "That helped. Like it helped her to honor and accept the part of her right that that was resistant." It's like, I'm going to love that part of me. That doesn't mean I'm going to like it or approve of it or enable it, but I'm going to love it and pay attention to it so that it can relax.
3: Yeah, that's
1: powerful. It, in me, I've even noticed like acceptance that it's always available when I find myself in a negative space and I'm like, ah, I know I got to accept this. I can accept the fact that I'm not accepting something. And then that Mm -hmm. non-acceptance is then transmuted into acceptance. Yes. And it's like acceptance is always in the background available, Mm -hmm. um, but so invisible unless we like kind of stop and notice in the moment. So, yeah.
0: Well, and I, I would just say, like, as you practice this throughout the, the week, um, I'm not talking just us three, but anybody listening, like, just look for those opportunities to to accept reality and see what happens to your capacity to, to deal with that present moment and move forward there. Any other thoughts before we close, you two? Well, I don't know if the listeners could hear the piano music
1: or the kids in the background during this, but that gave me a really great opportunity to practice willingness. Cause I was like, Oh man, we got to, We got to stop this and start over or whatever. And then I was like, okay, there's my will willfulness. <laughs> let's go willing. And it was, that's just how life is like life is not going to, to roll out perfectly the situations if we're trying to control life into what we want it to be um it it, you'll just have constant resistance right right Right. and so the practice of acceptance came up for me during our acceptance (laughs) practice and i was like oh that's a beautiful another chance to to practice that so Yeah. yeah beautiful Well, thanks everybody. Thanks Jordan for being with us. Thank you guys. This is awesome. Like, like Nate said, what an enriching presence to have with us. So we're so grateful for, for that. And I'm excited to practice acceptance uh, more and more in my life and see how it opens things up. Thanks friends.